Hello and welcome to the third episode of Top Tip Italian Podcast. To anybody tuning new to this podcast, this podcast is dedicated to support university students, recent graduates and current job seekers. In this podcast, we invite and interview a lot of industry professionals, recruiters and industry leaders and ask them to share their experiences and also tips for job seeker which can be helpful for in their job seeking journey. On today's episode, I have one of the most inspiring international students that I met during year 2020. Her name is Juliet Wang Min. Currently, she is working as a full-time service designer and analyst at the customer experience company in Sydney. I was really fortunate to meet with her during uh, mid 2020 through an organized called Stories Connection. Her story starts from being a student at RMIT and also being in, involved with a lot of volunteering with non-profit organizations and doing her own freelancing and finally landing into a full-time role. If you scroll through her LinkedIn profile you will see one of the most inspiring about sex and you have ever seen in LinkedIn. It talks about beliefs in giving back to the community. As her LinkedIn profile she has been giving a lot back to the community of international students from involving in uh, stories connection to vicwise to isana and many other non-profit organizations she has always been helping the space of international student i'm really glad to have her in this podcast without any further ado let's jump in the podcast and listen to this inspiring person and her story and listen to her tips that she shares for the job seeking journey Hey Juliet, uh welcome to the pod. How are you doing today? Hi Tarzan, I'm good, thank you. Good, good. The question is again going to be the same. How are you finding Sydney? Sydney is all good. I mean, we're in lockdown. Uh, <laughs> apart from that, um everything is fine from my side. Yeah. Even when you left Melbourne, it was in lockdown, isn't it? When you were traveling to Sydney? Um, no, so when I left Melbourne, um i left maybe like 3 days before the lockdown oh yes. wow. so before the lockdown happened i i was able to leave a few days before that and then yeah and then coming to sydney when lockdown in melbourne i was like oh. <laughs> i'm really sure about that uh so you travel places to places the only thing common between melbourne and sydney is lockdown that's the most common thing at the moment <laughs> yeah So how are you finding your new role how are you finding is it exciting Yeah it's quite interesting uh working at the CC um learning a lot of things meeting new people projects are very interesting as well yeah and i guess like like many recent graduates are like happy that you're putting your knowledge and skills uh-huh. in this <laughs> Wow So have you been to the office yet or is it just been like working from home uh, when you started I was able to work in the office for the first two weeks mm-hmm. uh, because there was no lockdown at that time mm-hmm. yeah. Okay um so what uh, particular is your role uh, in that company at the moment is it more graphic designer based or service designer based or uh so I'm a junior service designer Or in mm-hmm. the company, they also refer it as an analyst. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so mostly 
service design. Of course, in terms of graphic design, there might be some stuff, but is it kind of like graphic design things, but it's not the main focus. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a bit of a mix of um, like graphic design and also you do the analytics part. Yeah, as I, would, well. I would say it's service design. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for example, when you have to do like uh, reports and everything, of course, you will use some of the graphic design skills mm-hmm. to make the report visually appealing. Mm-hmm. But I will not say the role is graphic design. It's service design. And mm-hmm. if you have graphic design skills, it's a bonus. Wow. And I saw you every day. You put out uh, a great picture of your cat, and I see you are really good graphic designer. How is your creative part going on beside your work at the moment? Yeah, I think I think in terms of the things that I post on Instagram stories, it's just hobby things that I do uh, usually on weekends. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just some sort of me time and relaxation time so yeah drawing is a way for me to do that mm-hmm. even in melbourne you used to do those sort of creative thing uh, with few of the organizations isn't it yes so in melbourne i was so i mean not as frequently as now uh, but yes i do from time to time draw um, just as a hobby or do some more drawings and visualization of things for freelancing or volunteering with different organization but I am involved with. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I know a couple of organizations that you were involved in as the part of volunteering. Like I know you were involved in Vicwise, Stories Connection. But I, when mm-hmm. I scrolled, scrolled down your LinkedIn profile, I could see a lot of organizations that you actually volunteer for. Could you list some of the organizations that you volunteer for? I think in terms of volunteering, you can categorize it in... Uh, two types so there's like the long term and then there's like a short term type of volunteering mm-hmm. i think the long term i think that's the most interesting one to me personally mm-hmm. so first long term was with avis so it um, known as the australian federation of international students mm-hmm. so i did one year with them mm-hmm. and after that moved with isana mm-hmm. and after isana was like a mix of uh, stories connection and Vicwise. So mm-hmm. those were my full long-term volunteering experience so far, especially in Melbourne. Yeah. Well, um, and in, in terms of getting a role, what I'm trying to understand over here is what I'm trying to uh, give to the listener is that did the part of volunteering support uh, you for your job seeking journey as well, or was it just to help the community? So in terms of how volunteering relates to getting a job, is that the question, just to clarify? Yeah. yeah. So I think in terms of volunteering, for me personally, it was a mix, like the priority for me when I got into a volunteering was a mix of meeting people. Mm-hmm. And then secondly was to make sure that what I'm volunteering in, uh, mm-hmm. like the course is something that I'm passionate about, but I really involved in, like, I want, I want to do random volunteering just for the sake of volunteering. Mm-hmm. And lastly, of course, it's all about uh, soft skills, uh, mm-hmm. putting in practice some of the things that you want to develop. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think that's, that's the last part is a bit quite related to the more practical, technical side of when it comes to 
your uh, skills that can help you with job hunting and getting a job. Um, but yeah, but I think in terms of volunteering, these were my three main, um, yeah, reasons to volunteer. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more kind of you volunteered relevant to your interest and also like because uh, you studied uh, in um, industry design. So yeah. most of your uh, volunteering was also within that design field, isn't it? Yes, because I think in terms of industrial design, it's very hard to get a volunteering role, but say a volunteer as an industrial designer, which yeah. I haven't seen a lot of that. Or it's, I, don't, I don't even know if, if this exists uh, <laughs> as an industrial designer, because it's a very, I would say, niche thing like like mm-hmm. we want the industrial designers in all industries mm-hmm. uh, like in most traditional industries i guess the mm-hmm. graphic designer for example it's everywhere like everywhere where you have advertising or something yeah. to share unique graphic designer mm-hmm. so for me choosing a graphic design role was a bit strategic in terms of yes as mentioned before for example my current role it's in service design Mm-hmm. And graphic design skill and knowledge is a bonus. Mm-hmm. So that's how I approach my graphic design volunteer role if I if I look in terms of how it relates to my career or my mm-hmm. intended career. Mm-hmm. So that's how I chose to volunteer in graphic design, even though I was not studying graphic design. And mm-hmm. it was not my goal to become a graphic designer. But that was the few roles that I could relate to transferable skills for industrial design. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So in, in terms of uh, volunteering, so you, it was not just for developing your skills. It was also more about uh, networking with people and also developing your soft skill as well, isn't it? Yes. So definitely, I think as an international student, uh, especially if you come here alone or you don't really know a lot of people, um, it's very important to uh, get to like join a community or mm-hmm. meeting people. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it's very important, like, literally for for your personal kind of like, ex- overall experience here in Australia or anywhere else you are studying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the people are the ones who really make that experience special mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's in terms of networking slash making friends. Mm-hmm. And coming also with networking, if you look more at in employability perspective, mm-hmm. uh, like in many countries uh, here in Australia, a lot of the jobs that you get is through your network. Mm-hmm. So that's also a, a plus when it comes to volunteering. Mm-hmm. And soft skills, so my volunteering role, even though it has been mostly like quite technical in terms of graphic design, mm-hmm. uh, but of course, because you are working with uh, within an organization and working with different people, you mm-hmm. develop skills like teamwork, communication skills, time mm-hmm. management, uh, lots of things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I think that is how we met as well through SIC, and that is a part of networking as well, you know. And yeah, I have seen you quite a lot active in that volunteering activities, you know, and I could see the number of people you knew in the industry was magnificent you know you knew a lot of people even in melbourne like 
people from council to organizations such as non-profit to even like companies and you even did freelancing isn't it yes even though my freelancing was not really for volunteering but uh, like my first freelancing gig was not for volunteering but some of the freelancing project that I were that I did came out of volunteering um, some <laughs> of but not the not the initial uh, the initial projects that I had yeah yeah so volunteering is also a way to get client as well if you want to do yeah. a if, bit of like uh, branding you know especially uh, yeah. when it comes to yeah i think when it comes to uh, small jobs slash projects but of technical in some to some extent like graphic design mm-hmm. um it's quite like uh, people, i i think that people remember you a bit more if if you need a graphic designer like oh mm-hmm. that person did uh, the graphic designer as a volunteer for mm-hmm. that project um, yeah. yeah and i think also the part is that cuz most of the volunteering roles that we do is for free for example if you do a long term project as well some of the pro- individual event might be like paid but most of the time it is a free so it's it sort of gives this uh, impression to a person hiring you saying oh this this guy or girl has done so many uh, years of uh, you know free job uh, for for making an impact in community and they are worth it to hire what do you think about that does that uh, relate to your current employer as well yeah i think we can look at it as you know because you're doing something for free uh so and i as mentioned before for me for example being involved in international student courses mm-hmm. is something that i'm passionate about mm-hmm. so it kind of like show a potential employer what's your passion mm-hmm. your work yeah um whether it's international student or young people or environment or whatever the organization that you might be volunteering with. So I think it's more around what's your passion, what really drives you to do mm-hmm. good work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think, I think there's, I think, you know, lots of people say um, if, you, if you do something with good intentions, like the, the work, the outcome, mm-hmm most likely would also be good like the way you message it the way you you share what you did you know mm-hmm. yeah and i think if somebody looks um, have a look at your linkedin profile it says believes in giving back to communities it's one of these <laughs> one of the really i catch you know even your about sex and like before interview i was trying to go through your linkedin and i saw one simple line in your about sex and that says believes in giving back to community you know? and that, that's really awesome you know it it really creates that impact on what sort of person you are uh, it's like it, there is no big paragraph talking about okay juliet is this and that but it's a simple thing that you mentioned so simply to the people and let them know that i believe in giving back to the community yeah i think that that took quite a while to figure out what's kind of like my motto in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something that's still a work in progress because I think that motto changes as well as you grow up, as you know, yeah. pretty different experiences. But currently, that motto has stick to me for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it's just a nice way to remind yourself and also an easy way for people to understand why you do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
as we talk about like how volunteering helps you get role and how it helps in networking and improving your soft skill, what has your uh, experience been like uh, in your job seeking journey? You know, like has there been any struggle or how do you define this whole journey of, you know, having uh, working as freelancing, working as volunteer and then, you know, working full time? How do you, how has you find about the whole journey? Yeah, I think, um, I think in terms of my journey, I just want to let the listeners know that uh, like the, the job, the, the field that I'm in is a creative field. Mm-hmm. So we do have additional requirements like portfolios, uh, things like that, that mm-hmm. uh, we have to do um, mm-hmm. to showcase your skills and projects and your processes. Um, I think for me, I, I was quite aware since year one of my university that, oh, there's lots of things to do to before graduating and it's not a lot of time. Even with four years, for some people, it seems long, but I knew mm-hmm. it's not a lot of time. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I already knew that, uh, for example, part of the thing that I knew was need to get some sort of work experience before graduating. Uh-huh. So I was pretty active in terms of looking at what the university has to offer in terms mm-hmm. of curricular and also within my own course slash program, what are the different subjects or electives that can translate to work experience. Mm-hmm. So uh, for example, I was pretty strategic in terms of uh, picking electives, mm-hmm. uh, the type of studios that my university was doing. So mm-hmm. making sure that it can translate into uh, work case uh, case studies for my portfolio, because mm-hmm. I mentioned portfolio for creative uh, jobs is quite important. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so that's one thing that I already kind of like knew at the back of my mind that I had to start as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really did pay it off uh, because I found myself after graduating that oh, I already started working on my portfolio for a few years mm-hmm. and I didn't need to do as much work after mm-hmm. graduating. I just needed to update it and polish a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I guess what drive me was um, so I do. I, I am someone who learned from other people. Mm-hmm. So I had a few people um, who I look up as role models in terms of what they did to reach where they are. And of mm-hmm. course, the career might be completely different. They might not be in service design, but they might be in the broader design sector. Mm-hmm. But looking at what they did, uh, for example, work experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of things and looking at how their portfolio uh, were created and then learn from this, not mm-hmm. copy them, but to adapt it to my own style and my own situation as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Wow. So you really had a whole strategy plan since the day you entered RMIT. It's like, I'm going to start building my it's not very Like It's not as detailed as some people might have, but I had like a few key goals like, okay, Get it, get some sort of work experience, <laughs> some sort of work placement, yeah, volunteering, mm-hmm. long term volunteering. Uh, yeah. so these were like key, key goals that I wanted to achieve within four years. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and you actually did as well. I think, uh, me personally, I started this whole thing about personal <laughs> branding. <laughs> 
after my two and a half year of study because i like due to i think it was all because of covid and yeah. everybody was sitting at home and then we realized okay now how we could actually get a good job but i think you did really well yeah, i think it was because of my i mean the way i was brought up in the environment my parents and siblings and everything like so for example my parents uh, they they own their own business mm-hmm. when i was little sometimes i do like observe them interviewing potential staff and they always ask oh what's your what's your experience do you have any previous work experience so i guess that stuck in my mind uh-huh. I was like if my parents are asking stuff <laughs> in their own shop yeah you know about work experience so mm-hmm. i'm sure uh people will also ask me when i will be in that same position so it kind of like stuck in my mind uh-huh. you know so a lot of people also as well say oh good to have work experience good to do that you know mm-hmm. um, wow it's like you already had this plan set since the very childhood i got to have an experience <laughs> it's a bit of a lot of pressure sometimes but you know you try to manage it and figure out you know i think i think when i think that's one of a challenge when you already kind of like know a lot of things at the beginning mm-hmm. sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming uh-huh. so then you have to make sure that remind you that oh it might like even though it might be a short time but you know not to pressure yourself too much mm-hmm. uh, and to just go with the flow from time to time with your stress in yeah things that will happen and in and your support network that will help you as well and yeah just remind you that you're not alone in this journey mm-hmm. yeah and also one of the key thing uh, is really important is that um, like whenever we start something it's not um, like we we don't need to push ourselves too hard like there's no point of getting burnt out you know because i have for example you had your whole whole strategy uh, before you started rmit while pe- there are people like me and other people who have graduated and don't know anything but i think we all learn from each other like there is no uh, it's never too late to learn from each other for example i invited you on this podcast so that other international students and university students will learn about how actually we could get job through volunteering and everything so i think we need to relax as well and i know you enjoy in weekend in so creative way you even create 3d art and stuff isn't it i mean 3d art in terms of i mean not digital 3d art but yeah so no, I mean... that looks so real the apple was so real i was like what it it was really really real you know it was like what what is he drawing is is he a 3d artist or something <laughs> nah, I mean, there are people who are better than me, of course, but I don't know, I think for me, just, you know, as mentioned, it's a hobby, it's a way for me to relax and take a break. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what about, like, I know, um, like, you have done a lot of uh, stuff in volunteering and, you know, um, networking and also freelancing. Um, how did you get into this current role at the moment? Did you apply directly or was it? a process of interview and stuff and how was the actual process of getting into the current role um so to get the current role so even though i had like you know a plan compared to some people but like in terms of job hunting like many international students it's a struggle you know mm-hmm. with your know, visa status and you know so for me i was pretty lucky that you know, I I'm quite active on LinkedIn. I mean not as active as before but 
in terms of following companies and looking for what's happening here in Australia. Uh, because sometimes uh, I feel like you look to other countries that maybe might not be too relevant at the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, making research on what's happening in Australia within your industry, what are the different companies mm-hmm. um, here. So I was pretty lucky that I found a customer excellent company, so the company where I'm working, uh, during one of my random research. And mm-hmm. I followed them on LinkedIn mm-hmm. and, uh, and on Instagram and some of their other social media. Mm-hmm. And basically, it just popped up on my LinkedIn feed that oh, they were looking for a juniors, a graphic de- uh, junior service designer. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh. And then, yeah, so that's how I found the job and applied on their website. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very, very happy to see that, you know, that they also included the your uh, a section that said, what's your visa status? What's your, you know, mm-hmm. your citizen? Because, and they don't, and they, of course, they, they, they didn't say that oh, you have to be a citizen or permanent residency. So I, I was like already happy to see how they <laughs> consider, I mean, Maybe they are just asking asking to decline you afterwards, but they didn't mention it. Like mm-hmm. like some people just mentioned no PR, no citizen. Yeah. So I was very happy to see that they didn't have that, you know, that line that everyone just wants to erase everywhere. <laughs> um, so yeah, applied on their website, waited for I think one or two weeks, got a reply for an interview, mm-hmm. uh, like a phone interview with the hiring manager. Mm-hmm. And then from there, yeah, it went through different hiring stages. So then we had a one-to-one interview with one of the senior designer there. And then after that, if you pass that, you you go with a case study interview and mm-hmm. also did an online test, um, psychometric test, which was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then you just wait. And then you just wait uh, patiently and also a bit nervous. <laughs> um, whether or not you got accepted or not yeah mm-hmm. wow uh, and how did you find like how many stages of interview was it like three stages of interview yeah I would say three if you count the phone interview but even but the phone interview wasn't really it was yeah I think it was just yeah it was an interview but not as not as like structured or Formalize the other ones, you know, mm-hmm. because the phone one is like, it's a bit out of the blue, you know, it's not organized, so it's called, they just call you. <laughs> Unless the other one can let you know, oh, we, uh, we want to invite you for an interview. So you're like a bit mentally prepared. Yeah. Uh, this one is more like on the on the go. And, but I'm sure if you were busy, they will call you back afterwards. But yeah, I wasn't that busy at that time, so just super cold. Yeah. Wow. So it was too easy, you know. Um, I think uh, coming to the end of this board, I want to ask uh, one more question is that I know you were really structured in your way of you, what goals you want to achieve throughout your degree and how you wanted to build a network and portfolio. But first, uh, like you being an international student yourself, like what do you suggest for to an uh, international student or also even local student who is about to graduate and doesn't have any portfolio like yourself, you know, in the design field, uh, how do you suggest them to get ready uh, to the, like to get hired in the job market? 
like three three tips for designer it could be graphic designer service designer or even industry designers yeah i think i think um ask your friends lecturers uh, anyone you know they they might even if they are not in the industry but you're looking at but just let them know oh you're looking you're, you're looking for a job uh, in in design um yeah and if and if you can explain to them if it's for example if it's service design a lot of people don't know what it is mm-hmm. so it's okay but just let them know that you're looking for a job and i think that's very helpful uh, for example um also had a few friends who were looking for a job at the same time as me mm-hmm. and it was very helpful to to yeah to have other people in that same journey with you and while you're looking for a job you might saw a job position for your friend and your friend also might find something for you mm-hmm. so just let people know that you're looking mm-hmm. as mentioned you're not alone in this journey mm-hmm. um yeah and don't be afraid to ask uh, your lecturers of people who you know, who you consider as you know, <laughs> role model uh, yeah because they get they give very good tips uh, i did i did that i did catch up with a few lecturers after i graduated mm-hmm. uh, give they know anyone who might be hiring because mm-hmm. you know, uh, networking is is quite important when you're looking for a job and your mm-hmm. lecturers and classmate is your network mm-hmm. especially in your specific industry Mm-hmm. So that's first tip: let people know that you're job hunting. Mm-hmm. Second thing is, I think it's a bit related to the first thing, but you know, you just observe and learn from other people what they did or what they are doing, whether mm-hmm. it's being active on LinkedIn mm-hmm. or you know, some people do uh, introduction video and post it on LinkedIn. These kind of things. So there's different ways. There's no one way. To do something so i think that's the second tip mm-hmm. find the different ways that people have done it even in, and maybe new ways that you will create yourself mm-hmm. so just don't limit yourself to one way of job hunting mm-hmm. so different methods work for different people mm-hmm. um third thing think just be patient with yourself and take a break from time to time mm-hmm. job hunting is very tiring Mm-hmm. Um, especially with all the rejections, and if you're an international student, rejection might be harder for you because you know there's less opportunities based on some of the criteria. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. but, yeah, so take a break from time to time. Be yeah, be patient with yourself. Be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. that's three tips. You 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 summed up so many facts in three point. It's like from networking <laughs> to being kind of self. One of the point that I really like, two point that I really loved is that out of those three tips is um, take a break and be kind to yourself. And also, there is no one way to do uh, the thing. You know, there is multiple way to you know you could do a job seeking journey as well, and which is yeah. really important. You know? Yeah, because I think like a lot of social media, LinkedIn can also be a bit, you know. Um, I don't know how to say that, but you know, can it be like you you question yourself a lot of times seeing everyone getting a job, you know? So yeah. you might share their way of getting a job. So just remind yourself that oh, that this this way might not work for you, or maybe it might work for you. So just be aware of these things. Yeah, and I, th- I think it is really important to uh, 
take all those learning and actually sum up and try you know like you never know for mm. example you created those portfolio as a designer which uh, next person might think he they want to directly approach themselves as a freelancer or something like that. like trying a different pattern would really work i would say yeah like my first portfolio if i look back at it it's still somewhere on my hard drive i look at it and i thought this is so wrong this is like this is not me so again that's something again i think that's one of the few things mistake that i did i tried to copy people mm-hmm. and again like you know you know when you're copying people and you feel like oh this is not you because yeah. again the whole thing is also about yourself and being authentic to yourself and what you like and yeah so if i look back at my first portfolio i'm like i basically almost copied someone else's way of doing mm-hmm. not that putting my work of course but i i know that it was not really my style so yeah so just try and then you know so you will know when you're maybe something is not really working you know and if you don't know again ask other people to give you feedback and yeah. they will to let you know and also adding that would be ask feedback to the people you know they'll be more than happy to share you know like feedback and stuff yeah definitely all good julet it was so nice talking with you and thank you for coming into the pod i know i was supposed to record this podcast last week but due to some stuff i couldn't really but thank you for being mm-hmm. patient and you have a lovely day and stay safe uh, julet have a good one thank you you too thousand take care bye bye Bye. Thank you everyone for tuning into the third episode of Top Tip with Tarzan podcast. And thank you Juliet for sharing so much valuable insight on today's podcast. One of the most highlight for today's podcast for me was when Juliet shared about the tips of job seeking and she mentioned there is no one way to do something. which in fact really is mind blowing suggestion as well often times when we are in the job seeking process we try to copy others way of job seeking which really don't work for us so it's really best for um for like any job seeker to try different ways of job seeking and see what really works for them if this 30 minutes podcast has provided you, you any value please feel free to follow us on instagram Spotify, Apple Podcasts and any other podcast platform. And please 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 do share it with your friends and families as well. If you have any suggestion feedback, my DMs are always open. Feel free to reach out to me at LinkedIn or even in Instagram at Top Tip Podcast. Until next time guys, stay tuned. Have a good one.